friends. You've now entered the Man Cave Podcast. Unplugged and unfiltered. This is a podcast where the topics are mostly about sports, but sometimes we mix in some other items. Like, is Bigfoot real? Who is the best Batman? You're guided through each episode by a man who's the man for his time and place, Dan Casper. So welcome to the Man Cave and stick around for a while. You're going to like it here. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Podcast, brought to you by Hy-Vee and Toyson Ford. I'm your host, Dan Casper, as always. If this is your first time checking out the podcast, welcome, and hopefully we can keep you coming back for some more episodes. If you are a regular listener, hey, appreciate the support, as always. So a little bit of a different uh, episode of the podcast here, because I've gotten to know Joe Gerbowski a little bit. He is one of the owners of Cabin Coffee in Altoona, But he is also a former Wisconsin Badger offensive lineman. And, you know, in kind of our talks, gotten to know a little bit more about his his football history and such. And, you know, with the Combine coming up and we had uh, recruiting, a national uh, signing day uh, just a little while ago, I want to talk to Joe a little bit more about uh, when he was playing for the Badgers and, you know, kind of leading up to, like, what was his recruitment like? So, Joe, you know, one thing uh, I wanted to talk to you or ask your, your thoughts on a little bit about, too, was, you know, next week in the sports world, it's it's getting close to the combine. I know you haven't experienced the combine yet, but the one thing they do, though, you know, a lot of the workouts and the bench pressing and that, and what was it like in your playing days under Barry Alvarez, you know, workouts and, and uh, I mean, practices and that? Well, um I, I go back to I feel like it was a different time in place. Um, so, you know, I graduated in 2000. So, I mean, it's been 23 years. Mm-hmm. I can relive it like it was yesterday, though. That's how vivid the memories are in my mind. Um, yeah, so we had a strength coach there, and his name was John Detman. And uh, that guy was just the most dynamic uh, strength coach. I mean, he was one of those guys that – you wanted to do your best every time because mm-hmm. you didn't want to let him down, even though he was the strength coach, but he was that much of a driving force behind us. Um, and just his intelligence was off the chart. Um, so I think uh, Coach Det was the one that uh, kind of, he ran the weightlifting, but uh, that guy had um, just the superior knowledge of how to make us bigger, stronger, faster. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I can't go into like how many reps we did or what the uh, what the workouts were, but I can tell you um, just a funny story is you never wanted to be late to practice or to uh, to weightlifting mm-hmm. like ever because you ran enough and worked out hard enough where you were to the point of exhaustion. And that was before your first class of the day in college. <laughs> um, and if you were late, uh, he would uh, make your life a little bit more uh, miserable. Right. And uh, one punishment I remember specifically was um, guys who are late, they put you in the Stairmaster, and for a 300-pound guy, he'd set it at 110 pounds. Like I was a DB, and if those pedals touch the ground, maybe you're starting over. <laughs> oh, boy. So, um, yeah, but... Uh, so were you on the end uh, of some of those? I was never. Oh, um, that a boy. <laughs> and, and to the point where we even said if we were ever going to be late, 
we would crash our scooter into a wall just not to be late for that guy ever. <laughs> I mean, th- th- there was uh, never, I- I'm, and to this day, I'm still early for everything because of that guy. Like, I'm never late. <laughs> that is awesome. That is, oh my goodness. I couldn't even imagine some stuff like that. Nope. Holy mo- do, do you know if he's still there or not? Um, so I think he went up into the uh, uh, front or the head office, and, okay. I, and I think he was doing something, but he may be done now and retired. Okay. I see him from time to time when we go back to the Badger games. Uh, mm-hmm. He's still the exact same guy, just a fire plug. And, yeah. uh, but one of those guys that if you worked hard and you really bought into what he did and um, you weren't soft and you were, you were mentally tough, mm-hmm. he loved you. If you he and he could tell if you weren't at your peak and if you were just dogging it, he would make your life just miserable. So out of respect for the guy, um, you were always yeah just pushing even further than you probably should have on some of the weights, but you just wanted to to do it for him. Man, so, so you know one thing I I don't know you're still a bigger guy. <laughs> I mean you're you're a big guy. We see a lot like with the high schoolers when they get to college, they just kind of transform. Were you kind of that same way when you got there? Or? <clears throat> Yes, a little bit. I think uh, in high school, I mean, so our high school had a pretty good weight program. Um, we were pretty religious in there three days a week, and it was, you, they had, the the foundation was there. Um, when you get to Wisconsin, it's a different level. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I was underprepared um, for for college, but I the amount of work that... Um, and just the physical training that you do in college is so far vast compared to high school. So there's definitely a huge physical transformation mm-hmm. uh, between me, yes, and and between uh, you know the, the guys that I came in with. Right. So it is. I mean, it, it's hard. I mean, they they can squeeze every ounce of athletic ability and strength that you can put on your frame, and they will find a play a, a way for you to to pack it on. So Man. absolutely. I got like a lot of calories eaten too. And yeah. All, yeah. Um, so, I being an offensive lineman and like an eat, I, I never had to worry about uh, never having enough calories. Uh, the alternative was was you still had to make weight. Yeah. So um, you can't come in here at a three hundred pound lineman and then and six months later you're at three. 45 350 because they're going to start to question right exactly you're doing so if you were able to perform and you were able to maintain your standards and you could run your 40 in your desired time and you could uh beat your strength records that was all that mattered man that's awesome so uh one more question i wanted to ask you too if if you don't mind you know i know we had like the the collar yeah college signing day a couple weeks ago or so what was your recruitment process kind of like? Do you can you remember that far back? Uh, yeah, um, so kind of crazy um, how that whole thing came to play. Um, so again, I don't even like talking about myself when it comes to this. Um, and I had a friend remind me of this. That's how much on the forefront of my mind yeah. my my history is. Um, I was one. Of, I was a top lineman in the nation that came out in 1996. So really? I was Reebok All American. Um, nice. And, uh, so, you know, you, in high school, you get all the letters. You know, this is, I'm not even sure if they still do this. They would, uh, every school would send you letters every day. I'd come into the office and the teacher would come down or the secretary and, you know, letters from like Nebraska, Notre mm-hmm. Dame, uh, UCLA, blah, 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 blah. And uh, so the, it was the, uh, between my, the summer between my junior and senior year, um, my offensive line coach at uh, DC Everest said, Hey, uh, you might want to look at to maybe going to like instead of these smaller camps, like 
the Buck Nystrom camp, which I did, um, you know, locally. And uh, I think UW Lacrosse had a lineman camp that we would always go to. He's like, you know, you may want to start kind of showboating yourself a little bit, you know, get your name out there. Mm-hmm. They know who you are, but it would be really good to have a one-on-one with you. So, um, yeah, so the first time I went down to Madison ever uh, because we just didn't travel as kids, right. you know, our family didn't. Um, I went down to Madison for football camp, and uh, it was a great experience. Um, and I must have performed well enough where I'm like going, okay, well, I must be doing something right because I was going like every rep. I mean, against it, it was I, I, every every drill. I would it was me. It was you. Yeah, against yeah. you know it was another the number one or something like that. Yeah, number guy at camp. Yeah. So, um, and then the last day at camp, uh, Coach Alvarez says came up to me. He's like, "Hey, let's go for a walk." And I'm like, "Oh, I'm not going to turn that down." Right. <laughs> um, so uh, he walked me up into the stands, and camp was going on at Camp Randall. And he sat me on the 50 yard line, and he just kind of sat there and looked around. And uh, he says, "He's like, so, uh, what do you think?" I said, "Oh, it's a very impressive facility because coming from high school, any any facility is more impressive than a high school, one. right?" And uh, you know, so we were super. I, I was just impressed and in awe of everything. And again, this is before there was the sky boxes and the jumbotron, and mm-hmm. it was just the press box at Camp Randall. That's how old I am. <laughs> um, and uh, I said, "Yeah, it's great." And he's like, "Well, you know, um, so here's the deal. Uh, we're looking to offer you a full ride scholarship." And I'm going, "Huh?" You know, I just you probably didn't expect that going in. No, though, right? Yeah. Not not a clue. Yeah. So I think. If I remember correctly, I may have uttered the phrase, uh, well, I've always looked good in red. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. You know, I think that that was was along those lines. And uh, um, so I finished up with camp, and this is before cell phones, man. Yeah. So we get back to to where we were staying. We were staying at the Regent right across the street from Camp Randall, where all the campers were. And I had to make a collect call to my father. You know, and yeah. uh, say, hey, guess what? And he's like, what? He's like, man, we. Uh, I said, did they offer me a full ride? And then my dad's like, you know, obviously didn't know the impact of what that was. Mm-hmm. It didn't, you know, and I didn't really either. You know, I was just like, finally, you know, this is what we've worked for. Mm-hmm. I get the attention. Well, I said yes. So I verbally committed to the University of Wisconsin. And at that point in time, every other thing Every other school, just there was no more contact. So just that, done. Yeah, yeah. done. Um, so you know, there were some guys that tr- went to uh, traveled all over the country on the, the university's dime to go to this place, this place, this place. Mm-hmm. Um, I was pretty, you know, pretty much bent on going to Wisconsin, yeah. uh, just being a local kid. And I think the offensive line, Jim Co- or Jim Huber, they had like twenty-seven offensive linemen. In in the NFL, so I thought you know it kind of became a O line U, and yeah, I didn't think I needed to be a part of that. So yeah, it was that is a it fantastic was, story. I tell you, um, even now thinking about it, uh, you know, people always ask me like, uh, you know, can you describe you know Coach Alvarez for me? Yeah, and I, I guess the one way I can do it is, you know, he 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 demands your attention almost like the Godfather. That's like, the kind of the name I've always kind of given him, and I've never met the guy in my life. It, but yeah. I mean, he he can look right through you, um, and he, the guy uh, he's a stand-up guy. He's approachable, but he he's not large in stature. Mm-hmm. But the amount of I used to call it command presence he has, 
I it, it almost like The Godfather, I guess yeah. you could say, you know, and that that's how, even the even my friends that still play them kind of refer to like that's kind of the impression. Yeah, so I remember I think he had to come back. Uh, Might have been when Gary Anderson left or something like that mm-hmm. to coach one of the bowl games. I think his grandson, you know, he was talking to him and and he kind of phrased it like, "Well, Grandpa, we need some swagger back." Did, did Coach Alvarez have that <laughs> swagger when he was on the sidelines? He, he had that swagger, um, and it was all the time. Yeah. Like, it, it wasn't something that he could, like, just drum up or turn it on. Mm-hmm. Like, he came into the locker room, and it was that quiet. Every meeting you had, he had your your utmost attention and respect mm-hmm. um, just because of what he did at Wisconsin for us. And, and people don't know this. He was an All-American linebacker in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Like, he played football. He, yep. he, you know, so he's one of those guys that was in the trenches, that that played football and knows the game, and uh, just automatically demands your attention and That's respect, awesome. just like that. And I don't care who you are; like it is to this day. Yeah, uh, I, I think we went back and uh, I saw him and when they dedicated uh, Camp Randall uh, to him, and like. It's been twenty some years, and it's like nothing's changed. Still it's that just, way. It's still yes or no, sir. <laughs> like that's awesome. It, it's unbelievable. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, and, and 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 I know every person that has played for that guy would run through a brick wall and follow that guy anywhere. You know, just because that's the kind of respect that we had for him. That's it's unbelievable. Awesome. That's going to do it for this shorter episode of the Man Cave podcast. But I wanted to. I thought that was an awesome conversation with Joe, and I wanted to share it with the rest of you and and the fun thing is is that uh coming soon we're going to have some longer deeper conversations and chats with joe about uh his playing career with the badgers and such and and i can't wait to deep dive into that and talk to more uh, about that with joe but again this is the man cave podcast brought to you by hy V and toys and ford big thanks for joining uh joining us in the man cave checking out this episode quick reminder to follow and subscribe to the man cave podcast for free doesn't cost you anything. And while you're there, give it a good review, positive review, five-star rating on whatever podcasting platform you're using, like Apple or Spotify. We're available all over the place. I'm Dan Casper, and we'll talk to you again soon on the next episode of the Man Cave Podcast.